the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The market in 2023 is forcing investors to be buttoned up and review their financial portfolios like never before. Trusted friends of the Todd Stern Show, Legacy Precious Metals. They can help to advise you on the best options to invest in gold and silver, which both provide stability in times of market crisis. I know this company well, so speak directly to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals by calling 866-528-1903 or download their free investor's guide at Legacy PM Investments. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starr. That's us, that's right, I love this American. Everybody, uh, how's it going today, America? Hope you are uh, doing well, wherever you might be. Wow, do we have a wild show for you today? Uh, by the way, our telephone number, I'm going to need you to write this down, America 901 260 5926. That's 901 260 5926. Governor Mike Huckabee is going to uh, be here in just a little while. Also, uh, Congressman Ron Estes and uh, Congressman Pat Fallon, also some other very special guests uh, coming your way. So uh, we've got a lot happening, of course. Uh, the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas finally, ladies and gentlemen, finally is um, going to happen. And that is a good thing. And uh, I am glad that the Republicans are following through and doing what they said they would do. Um, so we're going to be following uh, that story as well. Um, a very disturbing report about some pro-lifers, and uh, they have been found guilty of staging a protest at an abortion clinic. Now, we have the video of the protest on our website, ToddSterns.com. This story is not going to get much play, even in the conservative media, but we need to talk briefly about it for a moment. Uh, this happened right outside of Nashville. Six pro-lifers uh, prayed and sang hymns outside an abortion clinic. That's the extent of the protest. Nothing was burned down. Uh, nothing was uh, nothing was uh, uh, was torn apart. Nothing was pillaged and plundered. There was no looting of the abortion clinic. None of that happened. Nobody was beaten up with baseball bats. Nobody got shot. In other words, it was not a George Floyd protest. This was a peaceful protest. However, there is a law on the books, and this law is called the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. It's called FACE. And here's the deal. This is a special law just for abortions, the abortion mills. 
And it's it protects the terrorist doctors and the terrorist nurses who work inside these abortion mills. So here's the deal. Let's say that there's an abortion clinic and there's a sidewalk, and you're standing on the sidewalk outside the abortion clinic. Under federal law, you can be arrested and charged with federal crimes simply for standing on the sidewalk in front of the abortion mill. And it doesn't matter if you're praying. It doesn't matter if you're holding a sign. It doesn't matter if you're just standing there twiddling your thumbs. They can accuse you of trying to block the entrance to an abortion mill. And that's what happened here. So you have these six pro-lifers, and these are people that you would go to church with, right? Uh, These are good and decent people. These are not radicals at all. These are regular folk. And after the verdict was read, and and by the way, they're going to be appealing this, but after the verdict was read, guess what they did? They went outside the courthouse, and they prayed, and they sang hymns together. Now, they were not arrested at the courthouse because it's legal to do that at a courthouse, but it is illegal to sing hymns or pray outside of an abortion clinic. And a lot of people may not realize this. A lot of you pro-lifers, and I know we have a lot of students for life that listen to the show, um, a lot of uh, young people that are very engaged and involved in the pro-life movement. And if, if you are praying or singing a hymn, Amazing Grace, Just As I Am, I Surrender, it doesn't matter what song it is, the old rugged cross, it doesn't matter if you are singing those hymns, the hallelujah chorus, it is, well, that's not a hymn. But what I'm telling you is if you sing something like that, yes, Dylan, even like a Bill Gaither song, a Southern gospel, yeah, that's, that's verboten. Verboten, I say. Anyway, you could go to jail. So these pro-lifers were found guilty. Guilty, ladies and gentlemen. And they face 11 years in federal prison. I am not making this up. 11 years in federal prison for singing and praying outside of an abortion clinic. I just want you to think about where we are right now in American history. You got the federal government out there sending pro-lifers to jail for praying you've got antifa and black lives matter they've been terrorizing our cities and burning down our businesses nobody got nobody got in trouble nobody got arrested nobody got charged nobody's in federal prison right now nearly burned down the entire city of minneapolis they got a pass You've got these pro-Palestinian mobs that are out there blocking federal highways, which, by the way, is a federal crime. You could go to jail for that. If you or I were to go out there and we were to plop our buttocks onto Interstate 40, you and I would be going to jail for a very long time, but not the pro-Palestinian mobs. You've got the illegal aliens. And maybe you've seen the video on social media. You've got the illegal aliens who have been set free after they brutally attacked police officers. A mob of illegals, they set upon these police officers that happened in Times Square, and they were literally arrested and then set free without bond. They, they were in, you're out, because that's okay. But according to the communists who run our government, the most dangerous, the most vile, 
the most violent criminals in America are the Christians singing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound That Saved a Wretch Like Me. Those are the evil people in this country. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what a communist country looks like. We'll be following that case. I'll keep you updated on it. So meanwhile, an update to a story we told you about yesterday on this program. And I I just want to say I'm going to say this and we will move on. But I have a bee in my bonnet. (laughs) Is that a thing? I really don't have a bonnet. That would be a man bonnet. That's inappropriate. I don't have a man bun on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't do the man buns. Anybody watching us? On YouTube Live, or I was going to say Gumby. No, it's Rumble. Gumby's a character, a lovable character. Wow, what did they put in my coffee today? But I've got a bee in my bonnet, ladies and gentlemen. I truly do. And and I want to go back to uh, something we we talked about yesterday, and I just briefly shared with you about this, and now it's sort of exploded and it's blown up. So... Um, Novel Memphis, uh, the local big local independent bookstore here in Memphis, uh, decided they will not be hosting uh, the book launch or the book signing for the new book coming out in in early March, and and I respect that uh, to the core. That is their right as a business. A lot of people are saying, "Oh gosh, Stearns, this is a censorship issue." I don't know. I don't look at it like that, but I think it maybe could be. Um, we went back and we had our team go in and do a little deep dive into what exactly they are hosting at this at this bookstore, which is hugely popular. I've spent at least 5000 if not more, $5,000 in purchasing books there. And I went in, look, with um, eyes wide open. I knew they were lefties, but it's a great bookstore and a great little restaurant called Libra. If you go, get the chicken salad sandwich. It's very delicious. Good people there. And by the way, whenever I go in, I you know, I just thought about this, Dylan. Now I'm really pissed off. You know, the other thing, when I go in and I buy something there, you know, and they ask for the tip, I, I'm one of these people that, you know, I have been blessed. And I say this not to be boastful. I just, I just do this. I always tip 100%. So if the bill is 50 bucks, I... It'll be a $50 plus a $50 tip. That's just what I do because it's been a blessing. And, you know, the service industry is hard. You know, I get it. No, Dylan, I'm not tipping you. You have a job. This is no, this is, we'll talk about it after the show. So I'm, so, so anyway, all that to say, uh, this bookstore says, Okay, yeah, we're not going to host you. And I didn't even think about this. Ben Dieter, I was listening to Ben Dieter uh, on the morning show on KWAM uh, here in Memphis, and he said, you know what the problem is? The problem is whose name is on the front cover? And I thought, Todd Starnes? No, no, no. Donald Trump. So President Trump wrote the forward, wrote the intro to the book. His name is on the book. And so Dieter thinks, Maybe this is really about the fact that Donald Trump is connected to this book. I, I didn't even think about it, but it's, it's a fair argument. But you know what? Um, and we haven't talked much about this, but Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene has a brand new book out, 
And her book was banned from a chain of bookstores. Uh, you had Mark Levin and Target came out and said, yeah, his books are not allowed in our stores. And then I go back to my one of my books. It was The Deplorable's Guide to Making America Great Again. And that was the year that the New York Times, it made the list, number six on the list, and the New York Times said, yeah, we're not going to put that book on the list. It doesn't meet our criteria. What the hell does that mean? Is it a number six in the nation? What are you talking about? So that was the year we made USA Today bestseller list, the Publishers Weekly list, and the New York Times comes along and says, forget you. Yeah, we're not doing that. And all right, fine, whatever. It, it is what it is. So anyway, uh, we went back and we realized that most, if not all, of the book signings and book events at this bookstore have been like promoting far leftist authors. And by the way, Savannah Guthrie's coming in for a signing. And what's Will Smith's uh, wife's name? The nut job? What's her name? Jada. She was here. And I mean, it's just they have everybody coming in. And of course, a lot of the local leftists. And I, I realized right away, you know, my book does not promote um, my book. Is, you know, they, they say, well, you're homophobic and you're xenophobic. So all of that kind of stuff. And I'm not. But those are the kinds of books they love. I mean, they've got authors, and we've posted the pictures here. We've got it up on our website. They've they've done events about racism, homophobia, xenophobia. They're big on Black Lives Matter. Conservative authors, not so much. And I want to say, and again, if you want to call Novel Memphis, um, I would encourage you to do that. Be nice and polite, but give them a piece of your mind. It's America. And people say, well, Todd... They have a right. They're a business, and they're making business decisions. Okay, well, two things about that. First of all, yeah, they do have a right, absolutely. But I'm I'm curious about the economics, and, you know, I'm wondering about the investors of this bookstore. Are they aware that management turned down the opportunity to sell more than 300 hardcover books going for, I think, 26 bucks, and they were going to be able to sell a, a Almost $8,000 worth of books in one night, tax not included. I mean, that sounds like a lousy business decision to me, but maybe that's just me. But anyway, the good news is after the show and during the show, we had so many businesses around Memphis who have graciously offered to host our book launch party. It is going to be a terrific event, great Southern hospitality. We have bookstores all across America that want us to come and do book signings, and we are going to do that because I love independent bookstores. I still love Novel Memphis, but they need to get the what for right now. And for you folks in Portland, Maine, just Google what for, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. You'll understand what the what for is about. But maybe, just maybe, ladies and gentlemen, as we go to break, maybe it's time for us to have a much broader conversation about how music and the arts and the literary world have been ghettoizing conservatives. Anybody who does not goose step to their leftist ideology is ostracized. Their their voices are canceled. And I'm very fortunate because I have a great, big, beautiful, huge microphone that broadcast border to border, coast to coast across the Fruited Plain. And I will use this platform to defend conservative writers and conservative artists and conservative movies. That's what we're going to do here. That is my promise to you. There will be a place for that. 
And we have to have a place for that. Because in the last century, there was a moment in time when a group of people were ostracized. And they their books were shunned. They had to wear little yellow stars on their lapels. And we can't have that happen again. But ladies and gentlemen, what happened at Novel Memphis is really a symptom of a much broader disease that has infected our country, and that disease is communism. Got to take a break. And again, thank you for the kind words. Thank you for those who have been reaching out to Novel Memphis. And uh, they deserve, they deserve to hear from you because conservatives, we read books too. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's the last thing I'm saying about this until we launch the book in March. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the New York Times bestselling author Eric Metaxas comes a riveting new film, Letter to the American Church. The film explores the parallels between 1930s Nazi Germany, Mao and Stalin regimes, and the infiltration of cultural Marxism in America today. The church's decision to stay out of politics undermines the very message of the gospel and its power to transform human existence. Metaxas issues an urgent call to the church, stay silent and abandon its mission of proclaiming liberty or stand up to the forces of evil. Join Eric and several leading voices of today as they explain how America and the church are at the precipice of destruction and need to wake up and take action. Don't miss this film streaming February 8th on Epoch TV, part of Epoch Times. Visit lettertotheamericanchurch.com for more. All right, here we go. So we have a couple of uh, leftist chicks, and uh, they love to attack me on the uh, Facebook live stream, and I leave them be. Um, They're lonely. They've got nothing else to do, and I feel bad for them. And when you go and check out their profiles, you understand why. It's it's sad. It really is sad. But this is their their joy in life. So the the women, one of them's name is Amy, and the other, uh, her name is Cindy with a Y and an I. That's odd. And they're saying, oh, they're very upset with me. I've got to, <laughs> this is great. She's upset because, they, oh, is he comparing his book to the Holocaust? No, that is not what I said, girls. So pay attention. Pay attention. I will say this again. We need to have a much, what did I say? I said, this is not about me. And come on, girls, if you're going to come on and attack me, at least be honest about it. This is not about me. This is the broader conversation about the tearing down of statues, the silencing of dissent, anything that you disagree with. Those kinds of things were happening in the 1930s leading up to a world war. So, girls, here's the problem. If if you if you don't. If, if you don't want to get your facts straight, then just go somewhere else, right? So in the meantime, I want you to think long and hard about um, about what you what you ladies have said and what you ladies have done. And I don't know, maybe during the commercial break, go make somebody a sandwich, girls. Leave the commentary to the men. Jeez, Alou. These people. They're, folks, I can't. It's only Wednesday. I can't deal with these people this week.
It's driving me nuts. Go make a sandwich. Hold the mayo. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. They need to go over to Christian Mingle. Find themselves a man. That's that's my recommendation. All right. Hang tight, everybody. We got Joe from LJ. He wants to weigh in. We'll be right back, America. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304. And start investing today. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Let's go to the phones. Ella J, Georgia, our good buddy, Joe, listening to us on WDUN today. Hi, Joe. What's going on? Todd, a great program as always. I'm, I'm very fired up today because a new poll just came out this morning showing that Trump will win handily in all the swing states. For example, in Georgia, where I live, of course, he's up eight points. And all the other swing states, Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania, he's up, he's up in all of them. So on your great show, I want to predict a massive landslide Trump win, and my friend Steve Moore will run the economy, and he's going to drill, baby drill, cut spending, cut taxes. So I think it's great news. I think Trump's going to be a huge landslide winner, and I think you would be happy to hear that. Well, yes, uh, this is the the Bloomberg uh, morning consult poll uh, you're talking about, uh, Joe, and it has Trump leading Biden in in states where Biden actually won in 2020, allegedly. Um, Trump is leading Biden in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. So, Joe, you're saying this is a done deal. Put a a fork in it. It's done. It's over, Todd. I mean, we got to all get out and vote, and your show is going to help us win the landslide, but but I'm convinced if we all get out and vote and get fired up, it's going to be a huge Trump landslide win, and we can all celebrate November the 5th. All right. Well, I, I love that. It is good news to hear. Uh, Joe, always a word of encouragement coming from the North Georgia mountains, and uh, so we appreciate you calling. Good to hear from you, Joe. Thank you, Todd. You're the best. All right. I'm not going to disagree. No, I'm just kidding, Joe. Joe's the best. Joe's good. Um, this story, 
from ToddStearns.com. And I, I wish I could tell you this was from the Babylon Bee, but this is not. And it, it's funny. Um, and let me just as a brief aside, any of you people on X these days, it's it's a it's a dumpster fire. That social media platform is an absolute dumpster fire. And the problem is you've got a lot of these um, conservatives and and conservative influencers. And they're out there, and they're posting these videos uh, that have been AI-generated, a lot of fake news coming from the conservative side. And so you can't just go and share something. You've got to make sure it's accurate. And so we do that on our page. Every now and again, we get caught, but not too often. So anyway, I was um, triple and quadruple checking the story. Uh, All that to say, that's what I did before um, we posted this on the website. So President Trump, the president of the United States, is tweeting with Elmo, as in, tickle me, Elmo. And I'm just going to say straight up here, that little Elmo creature, that guy creeps me out. I don't know what it is, me, the, the laughter, the giggle, something's not right there. So anyway, uh, Elmo is um, is apparently going through some stuff, and I don't know what I don't know what's happening on Sesame Street. I have my suspicions. We all have hashtag Bert Ernie. <laughs> That's going to get me in trouble. Anyway, uh, Elmo's been going through some stuff, and I guess it's a tough time to be a a puppet or is it a muppet i was confused the muppets are the muppet show but the are the are the puppets on sesame street muppets i don't know someone can help us out with that so anyway uh elmo's going through some stuff and um so elmo says that um it's important to ask a friend how they're doing and elmo um posted this with a little photograph and uh, with the hashtag emotional well-being. So the emotional well-being of Elmo is now trending on social media. So the president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen, the leader of the free world, responded to Elmo, a puppet. And the president said from his official uh, X account, I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other, offer our help to a neighbor in need, and above all else, ask for help when we need it. Even though it's hard, you're never alone. (laughs) Excuse me, it's allergies. Allergies. I believe we have some audio of of President Biden um, as well, and um, if... We can play that. Here we go. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, sir. The President of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what I find fascinating about this is that over the past several days, we have had three U.S. soldiers who have been killed by an Iranian drone strike. We have more than 40 U.S. military personnel 
who have been injured, some critically. Our border has been completely overrun. Meanwhile, the President of the United States is having a conversation with a make-believe puppet. And here's my question. We know whose hand is up Elmo's backside. I'm curious to know whose hand is up President Biden's. This man is not right. All right, 901-260-5926. President Biden, what's that number? And that's right, folks. Let's <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's so it's so wrong. It's so inappropriate. You should not make fun of the senile. It's inappropriate, ladies and gentlemen, even if they're the leader of the free world. All right, um, we're, I no, I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift, but can we talk about Taylor Swift for just one moment? Um, everybody's out. I think people are losing their minds over this. And for me, I just don't care that much. Dylan, I know you're a big sports fan, and it seems as though this is consumed at the NFL. And they're talking about how the ratings are off the chart and that the only reason people are watching the game is to see Taylor dancing in the suite and uh, blowing kisses at uh, the, uh, what is that, Travis Kelsey? What's the brother's name? Jason. Is he the one that doesn't wear a shirt? (laughs) That's him. Okay, yeah. Has a weird shaved body. Yeah. That's him, yeah. They they do the sports bras for men now, by the way. Oh, boy. I'm just saying. He might... He might be might be a good gig. Uh, so anyway, uh, look, I just don't see why this is a big deal for the conservative movement, right? I, I just don't get it. I will say this: people t- people forgot about this story, but Taylor Swift decided to take on Marsha Blackburn when Marsha Blackburn was running for re-election to the U.S. Senate, and Taylor Swift was out there and. Uh, oh, 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 people are like, well, Todd, I got a, I got a message on this last night. Starts, why are you picking on such a great country music star like Taylor Swift? She's a great Tennessean. Eh, wrong, sir. She's a Yankee. She's from Pennsylvania. She's not a real country music artist. I'm just saying, she's not one of us. So anyway, she declared war on Marsha Blackburn, went out there, got all these young people to go, register to vote. Democrats thought, woohoo, we, we're taking her down. Marsha Blackburn kicked her butt. It was brutal. So again, I'm not too sure about the influence of Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm serious, and especially among guys, among men. And, and Travis Kelsey... I'm concerned about this guy because this is probably going to end poorly, and he's going to be the focus of one of her songs. That's what she does. I think she's a man-hater, this one. Every time she has a breakup, she writes a song about it, and it's ugly. I mean, U-G-L-Y. Ugly. So anyway, all these folks in the conservative movement are freaking out over this. But here's... Here's the great irony, and I was uh, sharing this on Twitter. I got to read the. Uh, I'm pulling up my Twitter feed here, so they're out there saying, like on the morning schmo and uh, CNN, they're saying, "Oh, 
Well, uh, look at these conservatives. This is all some sort of a conspiracy theory that uh, Taylor Swift is secretly working for the Pentagon, and this is a psyop. There's oh, this is all a this is all a conspiracy. It's like PizzaGate uh, and the pedophiles at the pizza joint in D.C. And I'm sitting here just kind of like absorbing all of this and then i'm getting hate mail from the conservatives why aren't you talking about this todd are you a closet liberal you gonna vote for biden i'm telling you folks it's a mess twitter's a dumpster fire right now so you got the mainstream media and this is literally the narrative coming out of the mainstream media and the new york times by the way shame on trump supporters for saying taylor swift is pro-biden it's an unhinged conspiracy theory okay All right, but at the same time, may I just read the headline in yesterday's New York Times? Inside Biden's anti-Trump battle plan and where Taylor Swift fits in. So you can't say, mainstream media, that there's not something going on when you're actually writing that something's going on. What do they call her followers? The Swifters? Swifties. Swifters. Ease. Oh, is that the th- oh Swifter? That's the thing that uh, you uh, gets the dust. Yeah, my about my Swifter, but they're Swifties. Yeah, I can see where there would be a copyright problem. I can see that. I guess you could use the Swifties though to you know if you're going to dust. Yeah, interchangeable. Is that it? Thank you. What is her favorite song? What is her famous song? What is she famous oh for? Oh my gosh, there's so many good. There's so many famous songs. No, you said good songs. Yeah. Are you a fan? That slipped out, Todd. Are you a fan? Okay, I like her old music. We're going to have to have a family intervention. <laughs> I did say good. This is not good. This is not this good. This is not good. What is she saying? What's a fa- What's a famous Taylor Swift song? I, do, I, know, I know nothing. I'm not looking them up at all, Todd. All right. Get back to me on that. 901-260-5926. All that to say, I mean, they may send her out there. I mean, Taylor Swift may be on the campaign trail with Joe Biden. But do you really think that's going to move the needle? I mean, the reality is that a lot of Gen Zers can't even afford to buy music these days. A lot of Gen Zers are having to work two and three jobs just to make ends meet, and they're barely doing that. I'm just saying, I don't think she has that much influence. Back in the day, I would say that Lee Greenwood and Charlie Daniels and Hank Jr., all those guys would be influential, but I'm not too sure about Taylor Swift, mainly because young people are just not getting out and voting. And if they do, I think we're going to see a lot of young people voting Republican only because of the economy. All right, we got to take a break. Again, 901-260-5926. Do you think this Taylor Swift endorsement is going to sway people one way or the other? Your call's coming up next. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for your continued support. And to thank you, they have an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use the promo code STARNS and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived. Won't last long, folks. Get a six-pack towel set for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and 
mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels. They absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, so much more. To get the best offers ever, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS or call 800-839-8506 and get free shipping on your entire order while supplies last. This song goes out to Novel Memphis, never getting back together here on the Todd Starnes Radios. Wow. Oh, that's uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, that's her song. Yeah, I found one. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Let's never, ever, ever play that again. Can we do that? Yes. All right. Thank you, Dylan. Wow. Uh, let's go to the phone lines, Connor in Boston. Connor, do you play Taylor Swift when you're driving around in your Tesla around Harvard Square? No, but... I don't, I but I use one of her albums for target practice when I go to the range. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll tell you, when it comes to her, she is, like, when it comes to country, it's it's almost insulting to country music when people consider her to be a country music artist. Because this woman, there's nothing about this woman that, that has ever been country. All of her songs, I mean, all of her songs sound like they could feature in, like, a Lifetime movie. I mean, they, they might as well make a series about her, all that man-hating TV that they make out there, but... Now, I think it's really just the Biden administration really just trying to collaborate with one of their radical base members and trying to throw everything they can because we know President Trump's going to gonna whip their behind come November. Yeah, you know, Connor, it's um, I just don't get her. I mean, the music, I, you know, okay. Um, but when you actually look at the lyrics, it's not exactly, you know, deep. It's sort of, you know, bubblegum songs, pop. Yeah. They are. They're not. And you know what? Any parent out there who has a kid that you know, might have Spotify or something like that, they had to rip and block Taylor Swift right off their kid's album because like, they love her. And her music is, like, if you listen to the lyrics on it, I mean, the beats, anything like it, it's terrible. If it comes on the radio, I, I, I can't even stand it. I, I won't listen to it. I won't support her. I won't even look if she's on, like, uh, on Twitter or anything like that, but... I, I'm uh, just, are you surprised? Person. I mean, are you surprised that the whole conservative, you know, Twitter sphere has gone bonkers over this? You know, I think they're probably overreacting in that case, then, because I don't think really a lot of registered voters are, you know, good Americans are listening to Taylor Swift or really, quite frankly, care what she thinks. You know, she's a celebrity in theory, but really, I don't think she's a threat at all. Mm. Well, that's, well, I, I'm with you. And again, I, I think it is an overreaction. You know, I think we need to focus on the case at hand, which is making sure uh, Trump gets reelected, no matter the cost. We we need to focus on that and two things on that. We'll out with Taylor. We'll never forgive her what she did to Marsha Blackburn. Great, great American patriot right there. And then lastly, just have to put this in there. Tomorrow's February first, Todd. That means we're a month out from your new book, Twilight Last Gleaming, and I'm really excited to get a copy of that. I have it on pre order right now. Connor, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're actually going up to Maine. Yep. We're doing a book signing in WLOB country in Portland. So very excited to get up there. I know that's like a ways from Boston, I have to imagine. You know, maybe I'll have to take a stroll up there in the Tesla. We'll have to take a stroll up there and uh, 
and I'll get a book signing. I love it. Maine's always good. We'll Both save you a liberal part of Maine. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll save you some. Uh, we'll get the uh, extension cord so you can plug the car in. So we want you to have a safe trip. I love it. Or I'll have to rent a charger <laughs> from Avis. <laughs> All right, Connor. Take care. Good hearing from you. That's Connor, our favorite millennial here on the Todd Stearns Radio Program. You know what he used to do back in the day? He used to drive around Harvard Square back when he was in school, and he would just blast the Todd Stearns radio show. And a lot of kids got triggered. It's it's a sad situation there. Uh, By the way, um, just want to point this out here. There's a gentleman by the name of Michael Cassidy. We're going to be talking about this story coming up. He's the guy that knocked over the statue of Satan. This guy is now being charged with a hate crime. Now, I just want you to step back for a moment. You've got these violent activists out there. They're tearing down the statues of Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, anybody who's remotely connected to the Civil War. They're literally melting. The, they literally melted the Robert E. Lee statue in a foundry. That's okay. Nobody got arrested for a hate crime there. But by golly, you knock over a statue of Satan and you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Do you understand? This is what communist, godless communist America looks like, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty pathetic. All right, I got to take a break. Hour two coming up. Congressman Pat Fallon's going to be here. Art Alley and uh, Lydia Fisher, Miss TriStar Volunteer. We're going to tell you what that's all about. Big event coming up as well. All right, hang tight, everybody. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Very disturbed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. So very happy to have you with us. This item from the libs of TikTok to start this hour off. New Hampshire is now home to the Diaper Spa, a place where adults who seek acceptance can come to wear diapers and role play as children. Oh, President Biden might really have a good time there. Activities include cuddle time, changing time, coloring, and story time. It's filled with stuffed animals, cribs, high chairs, and plenty of diapers. The diaper spa is located right near a public park where children play. Libs of TikTok says we need to stop normalizing people's fetishes and affirming mental illness. Ladies and gentlemen, it's as if the entire nation needs a suppository. I, 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 you just can't make these things up. It's, this is sickening. It's disgusting. No, Dylan, you can't. No, no, you. I don't think you can sniff hair. So maybe Biden would not be interested in going. So thank you for that. Always the details. Welcome to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. Busy, busy news day out there, ladies and gentlemen. 
And uh, we've been following a couple of big stories. One involves the border crisis, the invasion and occupation of America. And the other is the looming impeachment vote of Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Let's go now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Congressman Pat Fallon joins us from Texas. Congressman, hope you're doing well today. Todd, how are you doing? You are a great American, my friend. Well, you're kind to say that, uh, Congressman. Uh, let's let's just jump into this with Alejandro Mayorkas. Where are we now in the impeachment process? Okay, so A, as you know, this guy has shown a gross dereliction of duty. He's a scumbag. So the Homeland Security Committee referred it to the full House yesterday for impeachment proceedings. I talked to my very good friend, Chairman Mark Green, of that committee yesterday and he believes that it will be up for a vote uh, uh, next week. Good. Well, this needs to happen. We'll the floor. Yeah, this needs to happen. Uh, this guy, you know, he's he's got to go. Um, now, the issue, and a lot of people are asking, okay, well, let's say the House does impeach this guy. Um, first of all, is that a guarantee? Or do we have all the Republicans on board here? It's not a guarantee, although I think it is just me and, you know, me, you, and millions of your listeners <laughs> talking here, Todd. I, th- I think we'll get there. I don't think we'll get any Democrats because they'll say, yes, the border, some of them will say, well, the, yes, the border is secure, but this is extreme, which it's not. He's more than uh, earnestly deserved this impeachment. I, I think there's one or two Republican. We can afford to lose one or two. So if we do, it will pass. Now, if they don't vote at all, if they somehow miss the vote or if they voted present, that gives us a little bit more leeway. So, so let's say he's impeached. What happens at that point? Then it goes over to the Senate, and they need to hold a trial, and he needs to be convicted, and, of course, it's a two-thirds threshold. So that is unfortunately unlikely in a Chuck Schumer-run Senate. However, it's still important to do because you never know once there's a trial if there's new evidence that's found, number one. Number two, it puts this very important matter to the forefront. I want as much attention as possible should be um, directed toward this wide open border because it's putting Americans in grave peril and we need to discuss it and we need to eventually secure this border, hopefully forthwith. But Joe Biden has been dragging his feet now for three years. Yeah, Congressman, um, one of your uh, colleagues there on the other side of the aisle, Ilhan Omar, has uh, really (laughs) stirred up a lot of controversy. Look, I think she's committed an act of treason. Uh, Her comments about Somalia and I think she ought to be deported, sent back to wherever she came from. Uh, what say you? I say that she is definitely her loyal. Well, at least we know, right? I mean, we knew, but now nobody can deny that her loyalties are not to the United States. Her loyalties are to Somalia. And if Somalia was such a wonderful place, why did she have to leave it? She was a refugee because she might not be alive today. So I find that very interesting and intriguing. She also is, and Todd, a lot of people don't know this, she has uh, really laundered $3 million of her campaign funds to her husband. And this is the husband, husband, not the husband, the brother, husband or whatever. But um, and I, we filed legislation to make that illegal moving forward. Unfortunately, we haven't gotten much traction on it. But you should not be using your campaign funds to pay your family members. So I would love her to. Well, she almost lost, by the way, her last primary. I think she only won by one percent. So she needs to be fired forthwith by her district up there in minnesota she's also sharing and liking some very odd uh, tweets there's been a big controversy in her home state 
they've they've redone the flag for Minnesota, which looks very similar to um, the Somalia flag. And um, she retweeted this uh, one post that said, long live the great replacement, talking about the new flag. And uh, also some other just bizarre tweets uh, from um, a Muslim leader. There is power with numbers, breed like rats, and establish global dominance. In Shahala, the 21st century will see the great rise of Islam. Glory be to Allah. This is some frightening stuff here. No, no, she, listen, she, she uh, is someone that, think about this. The American taxpayer, the American citizen, has paid for her to, we've protected her, we have sheltered her, we have fed her, we have educated her, and she is alive today because of the American taxpayer, and she hates us. She hates Todd Starn. She hates the Pat Fallons of the world, and she hates your listeners. So we, you know, we need, we need to call for what it is. She's an anti-Semite. And she, you know, she, I hope that she would uh, awaken some of the independents, some of those folks in the middle to understand what the new Democratic Party is, who Hakeem Jeffries really is. Hakeem Jeffries has put like somebody like a Cory Bush who's been in the news lately. I'm the, uh, the, the chairman of the subcommittee for oversight on energy, economic growth and, and regulatory affairs. You know, who my ranking member is Cory Bush, the squad member. That he elevated her to that position. So this is who they are, and they're absolutely they're radicalized lefties. They're the, communists. The, the woman who, by the way, Corey Bush, um, says, uh, I'm going to make sure I have security, but I'm defunding the police for the rest of you people. Oh, yeah. You know, that's it's complete liberal hypocrisy, right? If they didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. I think she's paranoid. I think, you know, she's not that big of a deal, but she is in her own mind, and she's apparently funneled – uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to her husband who has no security qualifications whatsoever. Now, unfortunately, I think it's highly unethical, but to, it's legal to do so with your campaign fund, although I think it should be illegal. But to do it with official funds, that's what she's in hot water for right now. I think that's what the Justice Department is investigating. And you know, if it's Biden's Justice Department investigating this, it must be super egregious. Oh, it's got to be. It's, you're right. Uh, real quick, Congressman, a border crisis. Uh, we've got a massive convoy of American patriots heading to the border. Uh, Texas, of course, your governor standing his ground. Are, are we close to a are we close to us? Not really a civil war, but some sort of a secessionist movement here. Well, I think, you know, my friends say to me, you know, up here in the swamp, they'll say, Pat, if, you know, is Texas going to secede? I said, secede? You better hope we don't invade. You know, I mean, <laughs> but I, look, God bless those patriots for, again, bringing awareness to this crazy thing. Listen to what a liar Elamon Hunter Mayorkas is, Todd. He said, under oath, testifying in front of Congress, that the border is no less secure than it has been in prior administrations. That's what he said. So let's, uh, let's just prove that real quickly. Under Obama and Trump, the first three years, there were about 1.6 million illegal encounters. There has been 8.5 million under Biden in the same time frame. That's not the same. Uh, there were 323 Chinese nationals that were apprehended on the southern border two year, or four years ago. Last year, President Trump was in office. There were 24,000 last year. Opioid deaths have doubled, mostly from fentanyl, which is made in China, then ferried through Mexico into our country. We never had a month in our history of over 200,000 illegal border crossings. We've had 20 under Joe Biden. There were 300,000 in December. President Trump in fiscal year 2017, he had 300,000 the whole year. This is what Joe Biden has done. And one last thing, care watch list. 
under President Trump in his four years in office, we apprehended 14 people that were on the terrorist watch list on the border. There were three, over 300 under Joe Biden. That's what's happened. It is an absolute cataclysm, and we need to uh, we need to secure the border. We need to fire this bum come uh, November. I love it. And, uh, again, I think uh, the, the governor doing a fine job. Uh, let's let the law enforcement do their jobs. There's no need for the um, American citizens to go down there and do the citizens' arrest. Um, I think the uh, the state troopers, Texas Department of Public Safety, uh, the Rangers. I think everybody's going to be able to handle the, the situation. Oh no, they're doing a great job, and I want to commend Governor Abbott for you know taking on. You have to press, uh, you know, push the envelope here. We are being invaded. We don't even know who these folks are. And for them to claim asylum when you're from Peru or Ecuador or Central America, you're transiting six, seven, ten other countries to get to this nation. That is an economic migrant. That's not a political asylum seeker. So they're just playing a game. These lefties are through the NGOs and the American taxpayers are funding it uh, because they're, they're laundering the money through the NGOs. So we need to call it for what it is. And, um, you know, I think that Joe Biden's going to lose the election in November. Quite frankly, Todd, because of this, he's just he's just pushed the American people too far. All right. Well, Congressman, we are going to leave it there. Appreciate your great work. And uh, we look forward to uh, watching that impeachment vote, hopefully later this week. God bless you, sir. And God bless America. All right. Congressman Pat Fallon, everybody from the great state of Texas, uh, weighing in on the Mayorkas impeachment, which is going to happen. And I'm very glad to hear that. By the way, Congressman Mark Green you heard him mention uh, Mark Green. Uh, he will be on the show tomorrow. All right, we've got to take a quick break here, folks. Again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, I've got to tell you about our friends over at Newsmax. They are just crushing it. You've heard the news. Uh, Donald Trump, the likely Republican nominee, leading Joe Biden in all of the polling data. But who is President Trump going to pick as his running mate? That's a big question. Newsmax, uh, by the way, is conducting a national poll, and they want to know, who do you think ought to be Trump's pick for VP? Uh, Names like uh, Ben Carson, Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, maybe even Nikki Haley being mentioned. Well, Newsmax wants to know who you want. You can vote in the Newsmax poll. All you have to do is text the word SKIP to 39747. That's skip to 39747. When you do that, Newsmax will send you a link to the poll, and you'll be able to cast your vote for vice president. Again, skip to 39747. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
one of those moments where you've just had it. I mean, you're done, right? You work hard. You don't make a lot of fuss. You go about your business. You pay your taxes. You mow the grass in the front yard. You're good to your neighbors. You go to church. You try to live a good life. But, man, now you've got all these folks out there running around. you got the folks in New Hampshire, the grown-up adults in New Hampshire wearing diapers, sucking on pacifiers. You've got uh, the, the confused pronoun crowd out there. You've got transgender activists out there. It's crazy, right? So this guy showed up at a school board meeting. And I don't have a lot of context here, but I just it sounds to me like this guy has just had it. And I'm wondering how many of you can relate to what this guy told the mostly women female school board in this community. Take a listen. Good evening, cowards. Rick Hubbard, 97 Spruce Lane. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. Oh, oh, what? Excuse okay. you. What? you know what? Can we the agenda? No, 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 no. no. They're fat, ugly no. women is what they are. Let's talk about it. Uh, We're not having that. You don't have speech. to buy. That ain't free speech. It's called well, free speech. Bye. Hey, that's not free speech. That's insulting. Bye. That's good. Yes, that's what free speech is, sir. Okay, everybody, stop. Let let Mr. Hubbard, 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 speak, please. Enough. Go ahead, Rick. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. We wonder why. We wonder why when we have these these pathetic people here called teachers rape the children's mind. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Did he say retarded? You can't say that word. I don't you have to say the R word, right? Is that <laughs> Here's what gave me a couple of takeaways here. And, Dylan, I don't know if you've seen the video, but I, I will say in fairness, you know, at least one of the women was not a fat chick. Uh, she was she was of normal size, I, for the record. So the woman whose voice you heard, all right, go ahead, whatever your name is, she was of normal size. Um, the others, I, I can't speak to, but I just want to defend this one woman. She was not a large march. Anyway, the thing that, that I loved are the gasps coming from the teachers in the audience. That, to me, is the best part of this. Can we play that part again? Good evening, cowards. Rick Hubbard, 97 Spruce Lane. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. <gasps> oh, what? Excuse okay. you. What? I <laughs> Good for you, Rick. I don't know what your circumstances are in life, but good for you. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just have had enough, right? And you just, you got to say what needs to be said. <laughs> you can't say that. That's not free speech. That's insulting. Yes, sir. That's what free speech is. Yeah, you're allowed to insult people. We do it on this program every single day, sir. <sighs> Anyway, uh, good for you, um, Rick, and uh, sometimes it just happens, ladies and gentlemen. All right, coming up, we've got to tell you about uh, an Alabama baseball team. Looks like the atheists are going after these Christian baseball players. It seems to me this is a bad move. Uh, You've got, so this uh, high school down there in Mobile, Alabama, and that's WPMO country, by the way. Our friends in Pascagoula uh, broadcast this program. Theodore High School, they had a little Bible verse that they the boys painted on the backside of the dugout. 
Somebody got offended and called the Freedom From Religion Foundation. These people are the godless heathen atheist from Wisconsin, and they're also lactose intolerant. It's a sad situation. But anyway, it makes them very – it just puts them in a foul mood, the fact they can't eat cheese. So uh, they fired off a letter, and they said, hey, it's unconstitutional, it's illegal, you can't, uh, you can't paint Bible verses. And so they painted over the Bible verse. How, how do you do that? Yeah, I know with a brush. That's not what I was asking, Dylan. I'm talking about, how, I'm not literally. How, why would you do that? Why? It makes no sense. So anyway, uh, the school uh, says, well, we you know, we don't want to offend the atheist. Nobody wants those people showing up. And it's true. You don't want an infestation of atheists in your neighborhood. That's very unpleasant. And it's hard to get rid of. But anyway, I just, um, you know what, if I, were, if I were the boys, you know what I would do? I would paint the Bible verse on the baseball bats and see what the atheists do then. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't say the R word. You can't say retarded. That's got, was that like a Maine accent or like a, that was definitely a Massachusetts accent. I'm trying to place the accent. All right, got to take a break. 901-260-5926. This is the Tom Sturge. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us today. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Wow, it's hard to believe 30 years uh, celebrating a huge anniversary. Our friends over at Timothy Plan, they are doing some incredibly important work for this nation. And uh, it is it is a ministry, uh, what they are doing rethinking the way you think about in investing. And there, you've got to check out their website, timothyplan.com. That's timothyplan.com. And uh, it is so user-friendly. Uh, you're going to be able to talk to actual human beings about your questions. I want to bring in the founder of Timothy Plan, our good friend, Art Alley, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. Art, hope you're doing good. God, I couldn't be doing better. Well, first of all, congratulations, uh, 30 years. What a great anniversary. Did you ever imagine when you started all of this, you'd, you'd be you'd be where you are 30 years later? Todd, for the first eight years, which I've documented in a book that made me write, actually, uh, no, I didn't think there was any way in the world. But, you know, God stepped in and took care of things. Art, I want you to explain to our listeners why you decided to launch Timothy Plan. What, what Was there just a specific moment in your life when you realized, hey, we've got to do something here? <laughs> well, you've heard of the um, preachers that get called into the pulpit kicking and screaming. Well, the answer to your question is God has a two-by-four with my – I didn't want to do this. <laughs> um, I had a nice business going, you know, making a good living for me and my family. And, uh, but it was, uh, you know, time that this happened. And the clincher was when I came home, sat Bonnie down and said, look, I think I'm being led to do this. What do you think? 
And any of the listeners who are married, gentlemen, if you don't go check with your wife, you're making a big mistake, because God wires them different, and they have a sense we don't have. Uh, and she liked it. In fact, she's the one that I said, well, we got to name it something. And she messed around in some of our study stuff and all and came up with the Timothy plan. So it was, it was um, kind of an adventure. Uh, an adventure that I wouldn't trade for anything, but I wouldn't want to go through it again because our first eight years was rough. You know, people, when they invest money, they don't think in terms of, you know, where, what do I own? What are, you know, what companies are these and what are they doing? Uh, and it took a while, but I'll tell you, there's a great awakening happening in America, and that is so encouraging for me. Uh, people are waking up. The mess- I, I actually uh, actually saw an interesting uh, uh, bit of news that these funds that are specializing in this ESG mandated uh, activity for corporations, for the first time since that whole uh, pressurized mission has been launched, they have had net outflows of money, more people pulling their money out than putting it into these funds. And Timothy's just the reverse. We have more money coming in than going out. So I guess we're a beneficiary of, a, of an awakening that people are saying, you know, why would I want to own companies like this? They're not good for, for profitability, and they're promoting a, a wildly left agenda that I don't want to be part of. And, uh, you know, finally people are waking up and, Bottom line, it's always about the money, and sooner or later, uh, we will overcome all this pressure of ESG and DEI and all the rest of this stuff. Art, let me jump in here, and uh, folks, again, the website, timothyplan.com, that's timothyplan.com, and the message is very simple, quit investing in organizations that are trying to destroy us, and what you guys do is you filter out companies uh, on some key issues like life, stewardship, purity, longevity, family, sobriety, marriage, and, and liberty. And, and uh, I'm curious, how does that work out? I mean, again, 30 years, uh, how has that worked out? In fact, you know, again, phasing out those kinds of investments in those kinds of companies. Well, uh, and I think I mentioned before uh, in one of our talks that in the beginning, you know, my friends on Wall Street said, Allie, you're nuts, man. I said, what do you mean I'm nuts? Uh, they said, you cannot create an investment uh, platform screening out the largest, most profitable companies in the industry and expect to get good investment returns. Well, my response hasn't changed. You know, if you have any moral foundation at all, or if you're a Bible-believing Christian, obedience trumps performance every single time. We have no business owning these companies, and we have proven over 30 years now you don't have to own these companies, and we get pretty good competitive returns. But I'm telling you, and it's going to be a horrible thing to hear from the president of the company, if we didn't get good returns, we would do it anyway. But we've got great money management firms, and they're able to, to construct very competitive portfolios without compromising our basic values. I just love this. And again, folks, uh, Timothy Plan recently achieved $2 billion 
under investment by doing that sort of deep research and following that great advice, quit investing in organizations trying to destroy us. Again, Art Alley on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. TimothyPlan.com is the website. That's TimothyPlan.com. And Art, I'm curious, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk over the past couple of months about Generation Z. A lot of these kids, because of the Biden economy, inflation, 17%. Some of these kids are working two and three jobs, and they're still not able to move out of mom and dad's house and, and you know, get their <laughs> get their own place. And I know a lot of people say, oh, they're, these kids are just lazy. No, they're not lazy. They're hard workers. But it's it's just tough out there for folks. Well, it really is, and I don't know, maybe some of them are lazy, but you're right. I mean, they want to make a living, make a work. And the Gen Z, um, uh, I have I, uh, come to understand, uh, one of the most conservative generations since World War II generation. Uh, so they're seeing what's going on, and they're seeing how phony some of this stuff is and how, you know, uh, they're tired of being lied to. And, uh, you know, they just want to make their way. So you're right on. Uh, they are they are hope. Now, the ones a little older than that, they've still been kind of indoctrinated. And, you know, I don't know, we'll ever win them back. But it's encouraging to see there is a great awakening happening in America. And, folks, if you're listening, you can be part of it. You don't have to go along with this political correctness stuff, which is the most incorrect stuff that's ever been devised. Uh, and you can align yourself with the values that you you have. And if enough of us do this, we can change America. That's it, and and that is happening. And and Art, uh, we're just wish you nothing but the very best. Congratulations on thirty great years. Here's to another thirty more and beyond. Uh, TimothyPlan.com, ladies and gentlemen, please go and check out this incredible ministry and this great website. And even if, and especially if you're a young person, start now. Start investing now as a young person, uh, and you are going to see great rewards later on in your life. Art, uh, always appreciate you, sir, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, my friend, thank you. Keep up the good work, Todd. You're a blessing to America. All right. Thank you for that. And a great man right there, ladies and gentlemen. Art Alley founded the Timothy Plan. And I'm telling you, over the years, he is making a difference, his team making a difference in America. All right, we've got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us today. By the way, coming up in just a little while, uh, we're going to be talking to our good buddy, Governor Mike Huckabee. Also, Congressman Ron Estes will drop by. And if you haven't done so, you need to drop by ToddStarns.com. We have some great stories for you, as well as um, my new column, which uh, is up as well. All right. Well, Dylan, I don't know if you've noticed this, but we've uh, we've added a new staffer. Yeah, I to, lost one to, in here. To, yes, you did. You added one. I lost. One. You were you were solo for a while, <laughs> and uh, we're always excited to uh, to introduce uh, our great team members. Of course, Grace Baker. By the way, do you know she's on a cruise? Very jealous. I know. She's and she like left her phone, her work phone, behind. So we're. I mean, it's like do not she, do not talk to me. I don't. Did she bring Merlot? Do we know? Probably. Uh, you know, the dog goes everywhere. Yeah, it has to. 
So, so Grace Baker's up, but we have a brand new call screener. And if you have called the Todd Stearns radio program, you have spoken to our next guest. Uh, she is the official call screener, but she is also Miss TriStar volunteer, Lydia Fisher. Now, Lydia, you don't wear a crown when you come into the office or, you know, you don't do the tiara. No, I think of it as I'm like Hannah Montana. I have two double lives. Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) Is that the one? Uh, that's Billy Ray Cyrus's, right? With the uh, yeah, our Tennessee uh, guy. Okay, that's right. Uh, the guy with the um, with the, the mullet. mullet. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, so, Lydia, first, congratulations. So, uh, you are tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. You are you're from here. I am born and raised. I'm a graduate of the University of Memphis with my degree in musical theater. So, radio and theater. Like you once told me about a week ago when I started here, that radio is the theater of voice or something like the mind. that. The yeah. mind. Theater of the, the mind. And I, as I said, I'm Miss TriStar Volunteer. I That means I'm a local title holder for the Miss Tennessee Volunteer Organization, which is a scholarship pageant located out of Jackson, Tennessee, with their national pageant, Miss Volunteer America. And it's a great scholarship organization that gives back to opportunities for women. Have you done the the whole pageant thing for a long time, or is this something new? Well, it's been something that I've been wanting to do since I was little. Ever since I first saw a pageant on TV, I always wanted to do it, but just never quite had the chance to take that first step. But it was about five years ago I just decided to just... Uh, grab the bull by the horns and go for it. Well, this is so was that hard because you have to come up with what? Do you have to do a talent? Yes, I have to have a talent. I have to uh, keep up with my fitness. I'm up at the gym every single morning. And uh, more importantly, you have to have a cause that you care about. I have my own platform, which is called Lydia's Light, which the standard for it is I advocate for children and adults with learning disabilities. But I also care about multiple causes. And the one I am here to talk about today is with the Shelby County Veterans Court Foundation. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But uh, Dylan, you and I, I was just trying to check off. Maybe we could enter the pageants, but I, I, we don't even check off half of the stuff. I don't think we qualify. <laughs> no, she lost me. Uh, yeah, because we uh, do you have to do the swimsuit thing, too? I do. Yeah, but- we, we couldn't do that. Mm. That's yeah. That just that's not a good look for me. I know it's it can be very polarizing, wow. but I'm like one of our uh, three five pillars that represent Tennessee Volunteer, and one of them is empowerment. And I think of that as a very empowering moment for now, me. Now I will say this um, because being at Fox News, you know, a lot of the news anchors were former pageant, yes. and, like in Miss America, Gretchen Carlson, Shannon Bream. Shannon Bream. Yep. They all- uh, you had uh, Lauren. Um, oh my goodness! Why did I just forget her name? We've long time. For- Lauren Green is her name. Lauren Green, who is the first black. Uh, Miss America contestant from Minnesota. Yes, I so. fun a fun fact about that. A friend of mine who got me introduced to pageants, Kathy Manning, former Miss Mississippi, her year, Lauren Green was in her top five with her. So glad you mentioned that. All right, can I, can we just talk before we get into to the cause here, which is a very noble thing you're doing? Um, what's up with Mississippi? They're always winning. What's up with the girls down there? <laughs> yes, so we have our Miss Volunteer America, Hannah Perigen, who's out of Mississippi. It's just you ever heard of that show, Designing Women? Oh, yeah, that's old school. Wow. You'll never see a homely Miss Mississippi. <laughs> it's true. It's really true. But Southern women in general, you know, and then conservative women, we believe are the most beautiful women in America here on the Todd Stearns Radio. We value program. our women down here, that's I, for sure. I love it. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this cause because this is something that I believe our audience is going to really want to be a part of. Uh, it's called the Shelby County Veterans Court. Tell me what you're doing here. Yes, the Shelby County Veterans Court, it started about – over 10 years ago, the director, Jerry Easter, he's a former 
Marine as well, and he, as well as Judge Bill Anderson, if you've heard of him, they oversee the organization. Now, they're a federal body. When I first approached them, it all became connected to how I have an upcoming trip to Arlington National Cemetery to lay a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and I just thought, why can't I I'm going to have the opportunity to honor the veterans of our past who weren't able to make it home. What can I do to honor the veterans who are still standing here today? So I thought, even though the Veterans Court is a federal body, they can't accept money outright from me. What if I partnered with their foundation to be able to help raise funds, not just for my trip, but also for the organization twofold? So with that being said, I just decided this would be a great opportunity to give back and honor the, our veterans who are still here today through resources because you see how, like I have, we have many callers that come in on the show and they say that their former veterans are facing so many hardships. So it breaks my heart, but it just, it just shows I'm in the right place for the right time. Uh, well, I, I certainly think so. Now, if people want to get involved, uh, is there a website? Um, where, where do they need to go? Yes, and many people would think of GoFundMe, but I'm actually partnered with Gifts and Go to raise uh, funds for the organization, the foundation. And you can, uh, it's actually attached to, I did the live show blog today and I attached that to the post. It's on Gifts and Go called Honoring the Fallen and Supporting the Still Standing. I love this. So, uh, folks, uh, if you want to give Lydia a helping hand here, it is a very noble cause. We've got all that information over on our live show blog. So when do you head up to, to Washington, D.C.? I head out on February 14th. And, of course, this is the second time I've ever been to D.C. And I was about seven the last time, so I wasn't able to appreciate it then. But now with this cause that I'm doing, it's going to be a whole more solemn experience. This is going to be pretty exciting. <laughs> so so what happens? So you're Miss Tri-State. So where do you go? In, what's when's the what's the next step for you? Yes, Miss Tri, uh, Miss TriStar. Don't worry, you're not Tri-star. the first person who's called me TriState. I, I call it TriTip, which is a delicious <laughs> meal in California, but that, well, that's a whole different story. Well, hey, we have a bunch of Tri Cities, Tri States in the, we're a Tri State area ourselves in the city of Memphis. But the next step, just to continue on serving my community, I have actually made it an effort to travel throughout the state promoting my cause as well as the Miss Volunteer America organization. Because that's the only way we're going to encourage more young women to get involved. But my next step is the state pageant, Miss Tennessee Volunteer, at the Carl Perkins Civic Center in Jackson, Tennessee, July 24th to the 27th. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> so that's that's big doings, by the way. It is. So we have to connect you with Harry Hurley, who's a big friend of the program. He is the uh, the news host, has a great show in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh-huh. And, of course, Miss America you know, used to be there. there. Yeah, born there. And that used to be a huge, huge deal. But uh, this is very exciting. And, again, uh, we've got a link to uh, Miss TriStar Volunteer on the um, on the Todd Stern Show live show blog, as well as all of that other information. Uh, so go and check it out, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, let's uh, raise some funds here for a very noble cause. Um, Lydia, uh, welcome aboard. Are you having fun? I'm having a blast. <laughs> are, are you getting the callers in line? That's the thing. You've got to, like, crack the whip every now and again. Yeah, you got to just make sure, okay, you staying on top. Let them know okay. who's in charge, especially in charge. with all, like, Joe from LLJ. Now, we love Joe yeah. from LLJ. He's a, he's a good guy. All right, Lydia, welcome, and a great job. And uh, we keep us updated mm-hmm. on, on how things are going. Yes. Uh, and, again, folks, if you want to help Lydia out, Go to our live show blog, scroll down, you will find all of the information there. All right, folks, we've got to take a quick break here and pay some bills. Catch up on your top-of-the-hour news, and that's a great time to go to the website 
and check out Lydia's information there over at toddstarns.com. All right, 901-260-5926. If you call, hang on. Lydia's in the studio right now, so you know, let it ring a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll get you on the air. All right, folks, stick around. We'll be right back. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, that is me, Todd Starnes. Hope you're doing well, everybody. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. Also want to welcome all of our great viewers uh, watching a simulcast of the program on Newsmax 2. Uh, we're honored to have you guys with us as well. This item coming in from our friends at End Wokeness from Charleston, South Carolina. They took down the statue of James C. Calhoun, who was the seventh vice president of these great United States, ladies and gentlemen. And instead, they have erected a statue in honor of Denmark Vesey. Now, you may say, Vessi, I see, I see, I see, Todd Starnes, who is Denmark Vessi? Well, I'm glad you asked. Mr. Vessi is a black man convicted for his genocidal terror plot. Mr. Vessi plotted to take over Charleston by executing as many white people as possible. His plot included killing white ministers, white women, white children. His plan was to, quote, not spare one white skin alive. So, of course, we're going to erect a statue honoring Denmark Vesey. <laughs> wow. Uh, folks, welcome to Woke America. That's what this is, Woke America. You know, I, I wrote several years back, I think it was uh, 2017 when I wrote Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. And a lot of the conservatives over at Fox uh, thought I was off my rocker. As a matter of fact, uh, they said that the book was just, it was too much. They said, Starnes, you've gone too far. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't profess to be a prophet. I'm just giving you the view from the pew here. But I am a student of history, and I do pay very close attention to detail. And ladies and gentlemen, I knew from back then, back in 2017, that we were heading down a very dangerous path in this country. Now, you can say what you want to about Black Lives Matter and Antifa, critical race theory. But the ultimate goal of all of this is to make people hate white people. That's the ultimate goal here. That's why you've got so many schools around the country that are teaching little black children, little boys and girls, that they are oppressed, and the person responsible for their oppression is that little white boy or that little white girl in their classroom. Now, I just want to ask you a question. I want you to think long and hard about this. So let's just say that this type of thing goes on for at least 12 years, and you know, you've got a kid starting in kindergarten and going through the whole public education, taxpayer-funded education system, 
And every single day, every single week, every single month, year after year after year after year after year after year after year. And they tell those little black kids that those little white kids are the cause of your problems. When those children become young people, and when those young people become teenagers, and when those teenagers become adults, how do you think that plays in the culture? We're starting to see a lot of this now on our streets, and people say, well, these are just random acts of violence. No, they're not. You see, and, and, and again, the mainstream media, they don't cover these kinds of stories because it goes against their narrative. They don't want to talk about the black-on-white crime epidemic in America. They don't want to talk about that. They won't even talk about the black-on-black violence in America. And why would they? And by the way, why? Well, it's very simple. Because they have been conditioned, they have been trained, the narrative has been written that blacks are oppressed, therefore blacks cannot be racist, blacks cannot be criminals, blacks can do no wrong in America. That's, that's what the critical race theory Black Lives Matter movement is all about. And so then you have these, these horrifying stories, and, and I will say this, as much as Twitter is a dumpster fire these days, at least the information is coming out. At least the stories are coming out. And you're able to get a glimpse of what's really going on out there. So am I surprised that Charleston would take down a statue of James C. Calhoun, the seventh vice president of these great United States, and erect a statue of a black man who wanted to kill as many white people as possible? No, of course not. Why would I be? This is what the culture jihad looks like in America, ladies and gentlemen, and it's an ugly thing. But we can't allow ourselves to be divided by the communist, and and that's what they are. They are not progressives. They're not radical leftists. These people are communists. And they want to destroy our nation. And they know that in America, of all the nations of the world, in America, race is the hot-button issue. That's the issue that will set everybody off. And it has. And we're in the throes of all of that right now. But my concern is the next 5, 10, 20 years in this country, where you will soon have a generation of black kids who have been taught to hate white people. And at the same time, what about all those white people, those little white children who are being taught at this very moment in their taxpayer-funded government indoctrination center that they are very bad people, that they should not aspire to greatness, that they should be subservient? Folks, I'm just telling you, this country is heading down a very dangerous path, and everybody can sense it. Everybody can feel it. What I just shared with you, they will not allow talk radio hosts on corporate radio stations to even utter those kinds of conversations. They're verboten. I learned that word on Everybody Loves Raymond. No, seriously, in all all seriousness, corporate media, they don't even want to talk about this. But you've got to start connecting the dots here, and when you do, you sort of get it. You sort of understand what's what's going on here. All right, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Meanwhile, in Chicago, and we're going to play some audio here of a Chicago, Chicago alderman. 
But I just want to say something about this. There is there is a civil war brewing in Chicago. And the black citizens of the south side of Chicago, they have had it. They get it. The Democrat Party is done with them. The Democrats are bringing in the illegals as replacement voters. And the black citizens of Chicago, they get it. They know what's going on, and they're not having any of it. So anyway, a Chicago alderman got up, and uh, here's what he had to say. Now, I've said this before. If you give me three meals, housing, child care, education, a voucher for $9,000, you know what? I come to Chicago, too. And that's what they're doing. They're telling people... And they're sending money back to Chicago, I mean, back to Venezuela, to come to Chicago because they're saying, hey, the good times are rolling now. They're taking care of everybody. Now, when we have, when we have Venezuelans that are driving cars, where'd they get a driver's license? Where did they get insurance from? And then you have Venezuelans being caught with drugs and guns. Where are they getting them from? I mean, it really is that simple, ladies and gentlemen. Look, they're not pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. And it's true. You give somebody three meals, three hot meals a day, give them a place to stay, a $9,000 housing voucher, you better believe they're going to be living the good life, and they're going to be coming in droves to places like Chicago, which is why they want to throw the mayor out of office right now, Brandon Johnson. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is the issue. This is it. We saw it in Iowa. We saw it in New Hampshire. I think we're going to see the same thing in South Carolina. You take a poll right now in Chicago, I guarantee you, they're going to say that the biggest problem in their city, illegal immigration, followed by crime. So the question is, how are Republicans going to take advantage of this? What are we doing? And and here's just a thought. And I know, I get it, the the RNC, they're having big meetings this weekend. They're going to Vegas, right? They're going to be down on the strip, and you're going to to see all the Republican people, and they're going to be in the limos, and they're going to be uh, twirling things in the air and doing all sorts of debauchery. I get it. It's Vegas. What happens there stays there. I've been there a time or two. No, Dylan, I can't tell you what I did because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But all I can tell you is that they're going to be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on this RNC meeting in Las Vegas, Nevada. just want to throw something out here. What would have happened if the Republicans had decided, you know what, we're going to hold our meeting in Chicago. As a matter of fact, we're going to hold our meeting in a gymnasium in Chicago's south side, and we're going to invite every single resident to come out and to show them that we're just not about pandering for votes, but we're actually here to do something about the conditions of the Chicago South Side. Could you imagine what sort of a statement that would make to the people of Chicago South Side? But, Todd, they, we, we've got to stay in a Four Seasons. We have to stay in the luxurious hotels. I have to have butler service. No, no, you really don't. You can stay at the Hampton Inn. They'll even throw in a complimentary free breakfast. It's a great breakfast. Biscuits are especially good. So I'm just telling you, we need to make efforts. The Republican Party is broke. It's, it's, it's problematic, folks. It's bad. Very bad. 
Republicans got no money. Ronna McDaniel's done a lousy job. And why is that? Because her real name is Romney. Ronna Romney McDaniel. People want you to forget about that, but it's true. Talking about revisionist history. But people wonder why we're losing all these races. They're trying to blame it on Donald Trump. That's not his responsibility. That's the responsibility of the RNC, who, by the way, was not interested in winning races because they knew they could blame this and pin the blame on Donald Trump, and the media is stupid enough to buy into the argument. That's what's going on here. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, opening up the phone lines, 901-260-5926. We're also watching developments uh, in the Middle East. President Biden, the White House says Biden has a plan to go after Iran. I don't think he does. My question is, when we announce the bombings of Iran, if that's what we're going to do, is he going to come out there and is Elmo, the puppet, going to make the announcement that America is now attacking Iran? That Elmo thing is creepy. Uh, we've got that story up at toddstarns.com. 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. By the way, have you seen that video of the, the mob, the gang of illegal aliens who attacked the New York City police police officers that actually happened in Times square uh, we understand that the illegals were arrested and then they were set free why were they not deported ladies and gentlemen they're in the country illegally are we telling people are we telling the illegals that now they have a right to go out there and beat the living daylights out of the nypd i mean if look I, i'm just i i'm very surprised that those illegals are still alive because those police officers have a right to protect themselves. And you wonder at what point are people going to wake up and start understanding what's happened in this country. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Let's go to the phone lines. A lot of people wanting to weigh in. 901-260-5926. Let's say hello to Tammy in Illinois. Hi, Tammy. What's on your mind? Hi, Todd. Hi there. Hey, you know, there's a lot on my mind, but I, I just have a point to make here, and I think it's an important one. I think any American that has one brain cell right now is fully aware of what's going on at the border. There's no doubt about that. But that's not the real issue here. The, the, the issue of the border is burying the real issue. And once anybody can understand that the border is a it's a blinder for the corrupt and dirty ones who are allowing it to happen. Now, why are they allowing that to happen? I can sum up the homelessness in America real quick here, I believe. Real quick. Let's get to it, Tammy. They don't, they don't care about homeless people. They never have, and here's why. All those homeless people, at one point or another, were already bought and paid for by someone. The, the illegals that are coming in, the homeless populations across America, somebody handed somebody some money in order for that to happen. So they're already bought and paid for. Discard them. We don't care. The same thing with the illegals right now. The cartels are giving someone money. They come in. They're discarded. We don't care. We see it all over America right now. They're using our airports. They're using our, our, our police department. They're, and all those people have already been paid to look the other way. 
how is this happening? It's happening because those who run America do not care about America. They care about their own pocketbook. That's it. Well, they're communists. And, and, I mean, Tammy, they're flat-out communists, and they know flooding this country with Lord knows what. Keep in mind that we can only handle so many immigrants. I mean, we're talking about 30, 40 million illegals now living in this country, Tammy. There's no way, no way we can assimilate that many people. So the point of this is to destabilize America, and they're doing a pretty darn good job of it. Tammy, got to run. Great, great thoughts, though, and and well well done you. Uh, let's go to Bill in Pennsylvania has a theory on why the GOP is broke. Hi, Bill. I'm all ears for this one. Thanks, Todd. Well, I'll try to get to the point. Uh, I mean, I get several, uh, well, a lot of questionnaires from the Republican Party. Of course, right after the questionnaire, they want to know how much money you're going to send them. My point I'm trying to make is they don't really care what I want. They just want money. And and I blame it on people like Mitch McConnell. He's worthless. And I think it's time for the Republican Party to stand up for what's right. Uh, anyway, that's all I have to say on that. Bill, I think it's a, look, it's a fine thought here. I will say this personally. I have given a lot of money to Republican candidates, uh, but not this year. If, if I'm giving money, I'm going to send it right to a candidate, the RNC um, I got a big problem with the way things are going right now. I have sent uh, Donald Trump money several times in the past year, but I won't give a dime to the Republican Party until they do what's right for this country. And I don't yeah. see why I got to call my representative to let them know I want my country saved. Bill, you're making a whole heck of a lot of sense there in the Commonwealth. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for watching Newsmax, too. Uh, Folks, we do have lines open, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And uh, you know what? We're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, we will go right to the phones. Coming up on the Newsmax TV show, our good friend Governor Mike Huckabee is going to drop by. Also, Congressman Ron Estes from the great state of Kansas, a good conservative man. We're going to be talking with him as well. And, folks, do not forget, head over to the website and check out ToddSterns.com. We have some great resources for you there, our free podcast and our free newsletter. We're knocking on the door of 300,000 subscribers. That's pretty exciting. Uh, So head over there, again, free of charge at ToddSterns.com. And... Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? Pre-order your copy today. We'll be right back, America. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. I want to play some audio. This is from a congressman out of California, Garcia. And uh, he's not real happy on the Republican MAGA border plan. Take a listen. I, I, I will not yield. I want to remind the public that Donald Trump and House Republicans also have their own ideas for the border. So let's review the majority's border ideas that they've actually presented Here they are. Donald Trump actually has said that he wants to build alligator moats along the border. That's one of his incredible ideas. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted is he actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes 
on the border. That's another Donald Trump and MAGA majority border idea. Another idea, which I'm not sure how, how well it would go, is he wants to actually bomb northern Mexico with missiles. That's another Trump idea. And finally, I think one of the ones that I think um, is the most grotesque is suggestions that instead we should maybe just shoot migrants in the legs as they cross the border. So once again, the Donald Trump and MAGA plan is alligator moats, bombing northern Mexico, shooting migrants in the legs, and electrifying the fence and putting spikes on them. That is the Donald Trump border plan. What about piranha? Can we put some piranha? Are, are there such a thing as freshwater piranha that we can stock the Rio Grande with? Is that is that possible? Look, the the reality here, and I, I, I know this is hard for Democrats to comprehend, um, there have been some scientific studies done that show Republicans have more well-defined, more mature brains than Democrats. You say, Todd, where's that study? I made it up. And the reason I made it up is because I, Todd Starnes, have a much more mature brain than many of the Democrats that are out there. But Mr. Garcia doesn't seem to understand when those people are coming across the border, they are invading our nation. They are committing crimes. And my whole, my whole point is, if you don't want to get arrested, if you don't want to get shot, don't break into the country. I mean, it really is that simple. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Eileen, who is listening to us on WDUN in beautiful North Georgia. Eileen, what's on your mind today? Hi, Todd. Um, I was going to expand on the replacement theory. I see the way that the Democrats are pushing abortion so hard and calling it health care and all of that. And at the same time, they're allowing illegals to come into the border. And I say that they are actually replacing their future Democrat voters and replacing them with illegals because they think they can control them better than, you know, uh, people that actually think for a living. And they don't even realize it. I mean, the two are going hand in hand. And even Chuck Schumer admitted as much when he was saying that people aren't having babies anymore. So on the one hand, they're pushing the abortion even up until after birth in some cases, like California. And at the same time, come on in, come on in, you know. So that was my 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 theory on it. Eileen, it's, it's, think it's a that. good theory. It's a good theory, Eileen. Uh, another one is a very practical issue, and the Democrats are realizing that the policies of the, of the administration are not working. Uh, Gen Z is getting clobbered right now by Bidenflation, 17%. And if, uh, Eileen, just think back to when you were, you were just starting out in life. Um, it's hard. It really is hard. I can't imagine what kids are having to go through now just to try to get, you know, get their start in life and, and start that journey towards the American dream. So that being said, I think a lot of these kids are going to be voting uh, for Republicans. And I think the Democrats, not only do they need replacement voters, Eileen, but they've got to get those voters in red parts of the country, which is why Biden is dumping them in places like Chattanooga, Tennessee, in the dark of night, um, because those numbers will skew the census figures, and that will impact the drawing of congressional districts. So there's there's a lot to this, Eileen, uh, but but I promise you, this is all intentional, and this is meant to weaken the nation. 
That's what the communists are doing. Yes. I'm not sure about the Gen Zers, though, because Biden keeps promising them free this, free that, student loan forgiveness, and I don't know. I just, and Todd, you'd be amazed at how many arguments I have with young people thinking that they should hate the rich people. I mean, it's ridiculous. Is that Even right? Somebody so- very close to me said, how come I don't hate rich people? I don't hate rich people. I don't hate poor people. I don't hate anybody that has less or more than I do. And most Americans, we, we everything like uh, um, working, you know, pulling up your bootstraps is out the window. They call it. It's just it's very scary. That so, is. And, and again, no, Eileen, go back to look at what happened when Castro took over uh, Cuba, as JFK called it. Uh, when that happened, he immediately targeted the wealthy, and those folks ran off to their boats, and they uh, they ended up in Miami. So it is, I mean, if this is happening, and I'm wondering if these kinds of conversations are happening in other parts of the country where kids are being told, somebody's teaching them, you've got to hate the rich people, Eileen. That, that's my point. That's my argument. They're learning that in the universities. Because this person who was very close to me did not grow up in a household where where you hate Jewish people, which is what he's oh my gosh. I I I was told to hate Jewish people and I find out I'm Jewish. I I hating the rich, hating capitalism, it's very that's where they're learning it. Because I'm telling you from my own experience, I know that this person did not grow up in a household like that. Eileen, so, very I insightful. In like that, so very just, insightful. Eileen, we got to run. Eileen, I appreciate that call and thank you for listening as always. Uh, let's go to Mary in Oklahoma. Hi, Mary. What's on your mind today? Hi. Good afternoon, Todd. I want to honor the three Georgian Americans that gave their very best for our country. My heart really goes out to their families. Uh, <clears throat> it's a rainy night in Georgia. Election day, Georgia Democrats will need their umbrellas, but will be raining all over their world. Mary, it's it, it's just heartbreaking. And I was listening to the parents. Uh, they were doing an interview, and the just the, the anguish of, of losing a child. Uh, the fact that the president of the United States had not even called the family yet is is beyond me. Meanwhile, you've got the president of the United States uh, communicating with a, a Sesame Street puppet on on Twitter. Uh, it's it's appalling. And and Mary, this kind of a story ought to be headlining every single national newscast. But it's as if they're just pushing it under the rug now. Have you noticed that the lack of media coverage over the past day or so? Yeah. Yes, I have. It's it's absolutely outrageous. But, Mary, I'm glad that you called in and you are bringing awareness to this. And we have to honor those those young people who sacrificed their lives. And we also have to honor all of those who were injured, some of them incredibly uh, severely. Mary, thank you so much. God bless you. And thank you for uh, thank you for watching Newsmax. All right, let's go to Flo- or North Carolina. Sean is listening to us on the talk station. Not just any talk station, the talk station. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind today? 
Hey, what's up, Todd? Wow, I made it on. Man, I'm first-time caller. I listen to you pretty much every day when I can. But, uh, and I love you, man. And what's on my mind is this. Um, straight to the point. How can we secure the vote this time around and ensure that they don't cheat this time around? Because I don't hear anyone talking about this, about how we are going to protect the vote and make sure that, number one, illegal aliens aren't voting, and number two, uh, thousands upon thousands upon millions of mail-in ballots aren't showing up overnight and basically stealing the election from Donald Trump once again. Sean, it's, they're letting you... it, look, it's a, it's a great question, Sean, and I, w- I want to answer it for you, and we're gonna, we got a lot of folks wanting to weigh in, so let me see if I can answer this for you very quickly. There's, there's no 100% way, but what we can do is do our very best to make it incredibly hard for anybody to try and 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 cause shenanigans at the ballot box. Um, we've got to volunteer. We've got to be there on election day to watch the votes being counted. But more importantly, Sean, we got to get out the vote. Uh, the problem with 2020 is that a lot of people just didn't get out and vote. And I understand that people are all riled up about Taylor Swift and this and that. Forget that nonsense. we got a freaking country to save. So we've got to get out there, and we've got to do our part, and that is getting out the vote. And if we can do that, Sean, Donald Trump wins in a landslide, regardless of the shenanigans. Uh, Sean, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Uh, real quick, let's go to John in Wyoming. Hi, John. What's on your mind? Hello. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. John, what's on your mind? Well, uh I listen to you guys, and, and I talk to a lot of other people, but there is really no reasonable way that I can see to fix this. Yes, I hope Donald Trump makes makes it as president, but we'll go through the same thing with Congress fighting on everything. And I'm thinking that maybe we need a convention of states and put term limits on these idiots, and I'm talking both parties, who can go in there and stay for 20, 30, 40 years and become millionaires, and their pay doesn't work out that way. So it's really all about money and power. And if we could go down to two terms, the same as we have for presidents, that would ease a lot of this problem. John, I think there there are a multitude of problems with, uh, with our, our government and our electoral process. Uh, I think it's broken. I think the media bears a lot of responsibility. Um, when you take a look at the the vitriol and the lies and the rumors and and the uh, the scandal and all of this, I, I think what happens, John, is that a lot of very good, decent, and very well qualified people are looking at that and saying, "Why would I subject my family to that? Why would I subject myself to something like that? Who who wants to do that?" So as a result. We're getting the we're getting less than the best running for for public office. Does that make sense, John? Well, absolutely. And, in fact, they don't go to represent you; they go to make money. It's true. I, well, no doubt about that. And when you see the bank accounts, you know exactly you know they're up to something because we know exactly how much money they're getting paid. John, I I love the term limit idea, but again, I think the problem is that the American people are are stupid. You know, they keep going back and voting for the same people. Look, I live in Memphis, Tennessee. 
We've been under the control of Democrats for 50 years, 50-plus years, and people complain all the time about about the conditions here in Memphis, war-torn city, but then they turn around and they keep voting for people based on the color of their skin and based on their political party. And you've got a once great, thriving, wealthy American city, vibrant city, and it we, we call it Mogadishu on the Mississippi. The violence is that bad. So, John, I you know a lot of this is on the voters, and you got to get out there, and you've got to you've got to engage the 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 campaigns. You've got to know who you're voting for, and if your person uh, ends up betraying you, well, you've got to vote them out of office. John, got to run. Appreciate that call. Appreciate all of our great uh, listeners and viewers in Wyoming. Again, our number nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Coming up on the Newsmax TV show, that starts 3 o'clock Eastern. Looking forward to a great conversation with Governor Mike Huckabee. Also, Kansas Congressman Ron Estes will join us. Let's go back to the phones right now, though, and uh, let's say hello to Buster in Arizona. Hi, Buster. What's on your mind today? Hi, Todd. How are you? Buster, doing well. Thank you for asking. I I just wanted to view a comment that it seems to me that the entire reason for opening our southern border is to undermine the sovereignty and security of the United States. And what I don't understand, and maybe you could put a little input on it, is why our side doesn't pass legislation that says that anyone breaking and entering into the United States of America is banned from voting in any U.S. election for life. This would blow out the Democrats' whole reason for doing what they're doing and put a stop to it. Buster, I, I like this idea. I, I, I think it's great. I, I would just like for them to enforce the laws that are already on the books. I, I'm never a big fan of Congress passing more laws, more restrictions, but, it, but your piece of legislation would actually make sense um, would it be effective? I don't know. I mean, right now, you know, Buster, think about this. We've got a generation of kids, and I'm talking about millennials and Gen Zers, and they have been raised to think that America is a very bad country, and all of us really don't deserve to be here right now. Right. That means we're in an unprecedented time. Yes, sir. And this kind of legislation is what America needs, and they need it now. Fair enough. Buster, it's a it's a great thought. Appreciate your call, and thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, let's go to CM in Colorado, wants to weigh in on Ilhan Omar, who I think ought to be deported. CM, what's going on? Hey there, Todd. Glad to be talking with you. This is a topic that has come up to me, and it's a hot topic. You You may have to silence me. I don't know, but... Listen, I am uh, an American citizen. My parents were American citizens back to the uh, whenever we started our country, but been here since the 1600s. If something happens to this country, I have nowhere else to go. So when I look at dual citizens, I think they're not just voting for what's best for this country. They are voting for whatever is best for the country that they are a dual citizen of. 
and I think that all dual citizenship should be reneged. You need to make up your mind which one do you want to be a citizen of, and that would also affect voting rights and all of those kinds of things. So I've never, I don't, nobody talks about this. It's like, you know, it's like the third rail. <laughs> and, and yet here I am looking at what's happening to my country and seeing that all of these foreign endeavors, all of these foreign wars, all of these things that we're involved with um, internationally have to do with dual citizenship in the U.S., and that's who's promoting yes. it. Yes, CM, I, look, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I mean, there may be some people who have a legitimate reason. For example, a lot of, of Jews in this country have dual citizenship, and that's worked out just fine. Uh, with Ilhan Omar, uh, again, this country gave her everything, and instead she turns around. Instead of saying just a simple thank you, she turns around and spits on us. I've got, I do have a problem with that. And uh, I think that she needs to be deported. I believe that her behavior of late has been treasonous. At the very least, she ought to be removed from Congress. So, uh, CM, I've got to run here. Uh, we are coming up on the uh, the end of the hour. Uh, folks, again, head over, listen to the podcast. If you missed an interview, you'll be able to go back and uh, check that out over at ToddSterns.com. All right, folks, that is going to wrap up the radio show for the day. Coming up, oh, we've got TV, Governor Mike Huckabee. Congressman Ron S. to stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 